Hey there, this is Coach AA, and welcome to the Feb 7th edition. Three things for today. The first one starts with, let's find the thing that you are avoiding, and I'll share what I avoid. The second one, three quotes that revolve around what I think is a central theme. What I would like to leave you with is, we don't have to keep playing into the notion of the highlight reel. Right, that's what we see all around us. I mean, where are the bloopers, right? Where are the mundane moments? That's what is missing. So we get an artificial picture. And the last one, don't be limited by what you think is the dream outcome of a fitness routine. You're limited by what you don't know. And you're also limited by what other people say. Dream your own dream instead. All right, let's get to it. The first one, let's find the thing you're avoiding. So for you, it might be starting a workout routine, maybe even going on a walk or waking up early, whatever it is, right? The thing is, it doesn't have to be easy or hard or any such thing. It's hard for you because it's not a ritual or a routine for you. That's the key thing to understand. For example, I find it easy to lift weights, yeah? Doesn't mean anything except I find it easy, that's it. It's something I love doing and I enjoy the time that I get to spend alone training or if it is in a group, feeding off of that energy. But it's still something that has become easy for me. Sure, I squat, I deadlift, I do the same things, but uh, I'm not looking for entertainment, right? Every three months or so, I have a new training plan, a new challenge, something new to learn, something to unlearn. That kind of thing keeps me going. Uh, when I hit the plateau, I got to go past it. So many things. It's just that I find something there that makes it easy. Now, there was a time when it was impossible for me, okay? So don't, don't assume I'm saying a fitness routine is easy. That's not at all what I mean. Now, as I look at what I make, uh, or rather what I make in my routine uh, straightforward, there's also aspects of my routine that, well, are non-existent. Stretching, for example. So that's my thing. Rather, that's the thing that I avoid pretty significantly it just you know i find it boring now of course it makes a huge difference right but i get by with well bare minimum i do a i do my original strength resets pretty much daily maybe twice a day and that keeps things at bay but I'd rather spend, you know, 10 minutes per day practicing light snatches, dicking around with my plank or whatever strikes my fancy than to do what I need to do, which is stretch. Just silly, right? But it is, it is what it is. For example, my evening negotiation runs like this. I just got done with work. Just want to relax for a little bit and then I'll stretch. Few minutes later, it's time for dinner, 
right? And I'm starving. And then once I'm done with dinner, oh, I can't stretch now. I have a full stomach. And then I'm sleepy. So it's time for bed. Once a week, a miracle happens and I actually get around to stretching. But most of the time, I just find an excuse and I slink away. Now, every time I look at gaps, and gaps are pretty obvious. I don't need to really look for them. I just need to be honest and be ready for what comes up. And when I add in, rather when I plug these gaps, some cool things happen. Just off the top of my head, three examples. Working less. Now that might seem like, how is that a gap? You know, it's one of those things, hey, describe your strengths, I work too much. No, it's, a, it's stupidity. Doing more work versus doing important work are two dramatically different things. And over the past few years, I've started accumulating the amount of tasks I do rather than focusing on what I really need to be doing as a head coach and as a founder, as opposed to trying to do everything. Once I started having the discipline to do lesser, thereby focusing on more important stuff, good things have started happening. Reading, again, this is a habit I've always had, but the more I've started reading, the more regular I've made my reading, the more varied where I push myself to read harder books, it's made my thinking better, more imaginative. Then writing three times a week has improved the amount of learning and what I get out of my reading as well. So looking at my gaps, cool things have happened. In training, I know what my gap is, stretching. So I'm hoping with this confession of sorts, I get around to making it part of my daily routine. But that's me. What are you avoiding? Think about it. it. Takes five minutes. Don't push it away. If you have five minutes to listen to this, you have five minutes to think about this. You never know what's on the other side of that door. Well, I hope that's useful. Now, let's get on to the next one. Three quotes. Now, before I get to the quote itself, I just want to talk about what these seemingly random quotes uh, do in my head, right? The highlight reel, like looking at a test match, for example. Sorry, got to go the cricket route. Test highlights are useless because you don't get to see the, the mundane, you know, the plan that is being set out the amount of patience the bowler is exhibiting or the batsman is exhibiting, you just see the boundaries or blah, blah, blah. Again, the highlight reel. The highlight reel presents a very, very, very tiny picture of what really happens. Likewise with our lives. We just see the highlight reel. But every time I look at my, my day, my years, my uh, great memories, uh, spurred by, you know, like revisiting uh, one of um, our old haunts yesterday, coffee, with a question mark. I realize most of the fun times 
were found in the mundane when you know you're just hanging out with your friends shooting the breeze doing nothing much specifically but that's what most of life is and that's where most of the joy has been so why do we keep playing it in the notion of the highlight reel this bullshit we know it but yet we're not able to get out of it and anytime we label something as boring or trivial or this is what we do every day i feel we undervalue a lot of things so eliminating unnecessary assumptions and looking at things with a clean slate or oh, easier said than done and approaching each problem and the possible solution without any baggage seems to be powerful anyway let's see what the quotes themselves are the first one whatever is rightly done however humble is noble by sir henry royce the second one for jiddu krishnamurthy what happens when you do not name you look at an emotion at a sensation more directly and therefore have a different relationship to it just as you have to a flower when you do not name it you are forced to look at it anew and the last one but we need to eliminate unnecessary assumptions as well to eliminate the unnecessary actions that follow now i'm not sure if those three quotes and my preamble made sense to you at all but think about it it doesn't have to make sense the way it made sense to me even if it is nonsense whatever insight you derive from it that's all that matters just mull it over give it time mull it over all right on to the last topic don't be limited by other people's results and even their dreams now what i mean by this is and i'm going to use obviously fitness and wellness as my vehicle to explain all of this just because somebody else got a six pack doesn't mean that's the goal and just because somebody else got a six pack doesn't mean they are happy of course they have to say they are happy and they got to post photos about it and blah 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 but from my personal experience with my students all these years that's not at all what we are looking for the start of your fitness journey that's that that starting goal however trivial or whatever it might be it's just the start as you start going down that rabbit hole amazing things can happen if you let it you got to dive in you got to discover how your uh, mind and body evolve with it now i'm not saying getting to a better aesthetic is not a good goal not at all seriously that's that's how i started that was what i was obsessed with for years but you got to realize it's not going to make you a different person you think it will but you are who you are inside you got to let that journey transform you a bigger squat number or a lower body fat percentage is not going to transform you you got to start identifying yourself as a different person a person who made this change a person who is awesome because of the change they made and 
you don't become awesome only when you hit a certain benchmark. Come on, you're making that benchmark up. Why would you? From the outside, you think your goals are clear, but when you start diving in, they start to morph and they start to evolve. And I don't mean more, but a, but a larger, a deeper, a more encompassing goal is what I mean. For example, when you, when you hang out with your friends, right? You're just hanging out and you can think of so many, so many times when you're hanging out with your spouse or your, your buddies and it was a great evening. You guys might not have done much at all, right? Maybe uh, a beer or two and you're just shooting the breeze and just chilling. But it turned out to be an amazing evening. You don't have to go to, you know, the fanciest party in town or, I don't know, go to a fancy place, whatever. It doesn't matter at all. That mundane couple of hours with your friends was an awesome experience, right? Like that, we mistake the goal or a squat number or the six pack being the point of training. The point of training is the training itself. The point of hanging out is, you know, the hanging out with friends, not the drinking, not the smoking, not the, oh, we went to a fancy party. No, it's the friends, it's the relationships, just like that. It's the journey, it's the joy of lifting weights, of figuring out how to lift it better, and of figuring yourself out. Now, for me, strength training made a lot of my dreams come true. I was a weak, skinny kid. I didn't even know being stronger, uh, being fit was an option. I didn't even know what it meant. So it was not even a dream I had because I didn't know I could have that dream. But once I started going down that path, well, it led me here. Unbelievable, yes, but also inevitable. It opened up a new dimension in my thinking. Some, it opened up doors that I would never have known existed. So once I fixed my health, once I started understanding it, you know, and I just started helping my friends on the side, just things just snowballed from there. Now, I'm not saying you got to quit your job and start your own gym or anything like that. Your dream might be to, you know, dance at your... Uh, grandchild's wedding you know, well into the future or to build an empire but whatever it is your dream is however large however small you got to have your mental equity you got to have your physical strength and health along with you for the ride if not what's the point one you're not going to be able to do that two bad things might happen right if you don't have your health with you so it's not about what you squat. It's not about how fast you get there. It simply matters that you squat. Now, only elite athletes have to worry about performance and whether they hit their standard, uh, playing through the pain barrier and all of that. Us normal folks have the luxury to measure things differently. We shouldn't be measuring the same standards as they are. I think we should be asking whether our fitness journey is improving our life is helping us grow as a person, is taking us closer to our dreams. And our dreams are not just aesthetics. Fitness has the ability to transform your identity 
the way you think about things, the way you think about life. So if, say, lifting weights doesn't do it for you, go do something else. Go play badminton. Take up a martial art. Try something, anything. For a lot of us, you know, the first level is enough. You know what? I'm, I might be talking too vague and out there, stuff that does not resonate with you at all, and that's completely fine. Just go in, punch the clock, get out. Don't overthink the gym at all. But if you'd like to use it as a tool to grow, it's a great tool. It's not the only tool. There are hundreds of them. But if you are already into lifting and strength training, all I'm asking you to do is fall in love with the process, fall in love with fitness. Don't stop with other people's dreams. Dream your own dream. And don't be limited by even your own dream. You just start, see where it leads you, be open-minded. Amazing things can happen. All right. That's pretty much it for today. Thank you for listening. And you have a good Sunday. I'll see you here next weekend. This is Coach AA signing off. Bye-bye.